0: Hey, what's up, Redskins addicts? It's your boy, Rod. I am finally back on the pod. I missed you guys. Listened to uh, episode 32 a couple of days ago, but it's good. Good to get back, uh, talk about the upcoming game versus the Detroit Lions and our Washington football team. So if you're keeping count, it is pod number 33, and it only makes sense that we would rename this pod after, up until the season, the only Redskins player that we had retired, and that's uh, Slinging Sammy Ball. So, uh, Yeah, Sammy. Never, yep. never saw him play, um, but arguably there's there's so many old timers who who did see him play and just you know passed um passed down across generations you know the greatest redskin ever the greatest redskin player to ever wear number thirty three and ironically the only player to ever wear number thirty three for the washington football team slash redskin so pretty cool a little bit of history for him i believe he was obviously a quarterback and i think he was uh like one of the league's best punters uh back in the day as well so uh Uh, Obviously, in the early days of uh, the NFL, many players played both sides of the ball and Sammy was probably one of the best uh, to ever do it. So uh, shout out to Slammy Ball and his family. So going back uh, to this week, we have our game versus the Detroit Lions. Uh, We saw Kyle Allen, unfortunately, going on with an injury last week. Uh, Some people speculated that Dwayne would be propped up to number one. To me, it didn't make sense. He's number three. Um, so he will move up to number two on the uh the roster, backing up Alex Smith. So uh, let's kick off the pod with that. How are you guys feeling about Alex Smith jumping into QB1 this week versus Detroit
1: Lions? And we'll start with you, Phil. Um, he he's place holding. I I it's a matter of time. Um Alex is is the the one thing he does better than any quarterback on his rosters. He can he can read a defense, um, and that should be the case when you have this much experience. But he's a step slower. He's a couple steps slower, and what little arm strength he had before, just it it's not there. Everything is everything with him is a slow movement. Um, so unless we're going to be really breaking into the gaps and in, in between zones constantly. I Lions can gonna be able to sit back in the middle zone just and just wait for balls. Just like the Giants did at the end of the last game. Uh, you know just gonna sit in that middle zone and just wait. It's not like they have to you know try and catch a bullet. So I don't know Detroit's defense is trash though, which may help Alex look good. But I don't think Alex is going to finish the season at quarterback. Um, if you make it through this game, you can see that because their defense, like I said, Detroit's defense isn't really good. So I think it's just a matter of time, but I think he's placeholding for Dwayne to come back. Okay.
0: Steve, how how, how do you feel about that? Do you agree with Phil? Or
1: you
2: yeah. I, I kind of agree. I mean I I do agree. It's uh yeah, it's Alex. It's he's he, I don't know if I would have liked Dwayne being, you know, off-duty and then all of a sudden call back up. If he's going to be playing, I mean, maybe it could be against the uh, Cowboys in a couple weeks. Maybe Cincinnati maybe either. But, you know, Alex, I think he'll be fine for this game. It, It is what it is. I didn't think he was going to throw for 300 last week, but he he figured out a way to do it. So, yeah, I'm okay with it. Like I said last week. My uh, overreaction Monday was Alex Smith can be a backup with a question mark, so he's he's holding a spot.
0: Yeah, I, I I agree with both of you. I don't I don't see it being long term. Obviously, you know I I, I wish him well. I, I hope he goes out and has a fantastic game uh, Sunday versus the Lions. Um, yeah, it's a, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, you know, it, it means a lot to go from number three to number two and then to one, you know, and we know that he has high football uh, IQ, so he'll be prepared. I think he'll be capable, um, but it's it's funny because you, you've you seen some reports, at least I've seen some reports this week, this week rather, saying that Matt Stafford may be our quarterback next year if, if the brass doesn't believe in Dwayne and or a rookie quarterback based upon where we draft. So we'll see. It'll, it'll be a, a, a huge game. Um It's a must-win game, which is, I mean, it's maybe a good thing to be saying about the skins in November Um that, Hey, this game's a must-win game because if they win, they're still within the discussion of being within striking distance. I don't see much value in going to the playoffs with the current team we have, but I mean, strangers things have happened and all you have to go and you have to get hot. Um I'm not going to, Rule this team out until they're truly mathematically eliminated, but um, I guess we'll see. We'll see what the Lions uh, bring to us. So, uh, are you saying? This is, are
2: you saying this is a code red game?
0: Um, <laughs> we, we tend
2: to we tend to do well in the code red games.
0: It is. I don't I know mean, why. It's weird. Thought, because,
2: uh, how about code yellow? Uh No, we don't have to win any games for the rest of the season. If you
0: ask, I don't me. think we do either. It, <laughs> it, it's well. Here's the thing: if we don't have to. I hate the quarterback discussion. I hate it. I hate, I mean, we started addicts to get away from the quarterback debate. Like it's, it just, it rears its ugly head every five to seven years, it seems with this organization. But um, yeah, I mean, here we are again, you know, kind of speculating where we're going to, who's going to be quarterback versus the Cowboys in two weeks, you know, for Thanksgiving. It's, it's weird. Like if, if, if they think Alex is the guy that's going to bring us to the playoffs and give us within, you know, give us a decent chance of actually making a run then okay, so we, we'll see. But, uh, if the coaches don't feel that way, I'd much rather them make the, the decision to, uh, you know, change who QB1 is sooner rather than later. I hate the Dallas game. Yeah, I know we talked about that in the admin chat, but I feel if you put Dwayne in the Dallas game, it's a short week. Um, so he won't have a full week of mental reps and it's a divisional foe. And regardless of what Dallas's record is, um, you saw how the, the Giants just beat us two times uh, for their two victories. The only two victories they got this season. So, Divisional games are a little bit different, uh, regardless of record, in my opinion. But we'll see, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep it focused on the Lions.
1: I won't talk about that anymore, but uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, we'll, one, we'll
0: talk one thing about that.
1: To cons- we, let's say one thing to consider because we're on mm-hmm. the quarterback thing. One yeah. thing that's nice is that people are kind of playing more of a wait and see game in the fan base. It's not as vicious as the last time we had this quarterback debate, uh, which is nice, which I think means that the, that the fan base has kind of learned not to get so deep into it because that was bad last time like this time people are like you have their opinions but everybody's kind of just wait and see hold on let, let's 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 play this out a little bit and see what happens uh, the other thing is, is that Dwayne if it's already been decided that dwayne's gonna start the Dallas game um don't be surprised if they're not they're not prepping him for that game now so yeah Yes, that,
2: that would require coaching. So, I don't know. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs>
0: it's like you're coming at Ronaldo Rivera. I like it. <laughs> I got like <I'm> an ally. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: not
2: Ron. Well, you know, uh, I mean, Ken,
1: what? What the hell's Ken? Z- what the Ken Zampezi? Zamp- yeah, Zamp- yeah, that's that's, that's what, what I was man. saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're not yeah. like he's In- coaching Alex Smith. So, yeah. injury. Go coach, go coach Dwayne. Yeah, yeah.
0: Go, coach, go coach Dwayne exactly. So injuries fellas um did not practice at least was kind of out of practice a couple games this week uh uh, antonio gibson shoulder of thomas davis not injury related obviously kyle allen and then you know don inman um before i even get off that list thomas davis man why is he on our roster I know it's not part of like we're we're talking about injury report right now, but that yeah. has he played a, a single down this season?
2: He has. He played. He, he made. He, he there was one play I want to say in the Rams game. He actually broke up a touchdown pass that Jerry Goff threw in the end zone. Yeah, it's one play. One <laughs> play, crazy. and then and then the summer, the video session that came out obviously later of him trying to tell Dwayne, hey, don't don't stare down your receivers. on do if you all remember that, but I do. Locker room, I in the present locker room presence. I I don't know. It's definitely not for being on the field. So. I don't know why he's here.
0: Yeah, sorry, sorry to get on the tangent with that. Let's, that... Uh, let me go ahead. Making up snap counts. Well,
1: I was gonna say I was gonna I was gonna give him a, give it a look here. He's played three games this season, Yeah. and wow. um, the last game he played was against the Rams. He played Cleveland, Baltimore, and the, and the Rams. Um, and he hasn't played since, so he didn't hasn't played either the Giants games or the Cowboys game. Um, but he got. 21 snaps, eight snaps and 33 snaps and 33 snaps was half the game against the Rams. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know.
2: And uh, Christian's not playing either. So, but that's okay. He, Cause Cornelius Lucas is, I think he's proven to be that he's going to be the starting left tackle for the rest of the year. That's
0: crazy. That's, that's why template it for the first pod, I believe, or whenever we did the roster pod, I thought Lucas was going to be the starter, uh, not Christian. So it's, it's good to see him finally get up there, but it's, it sucks that it took him this long. Like he he did pretty well. He's been a journeyman. We talked about that on the uh, yeah. that early pod, but uh he was really good. I think he was with the Bears last year. Um so yeah. He's hey, been a step up. I mean,
1: Jerron Christian, I give him this. He's as bad as he's been at times this season. He's been better than I expected. Is that weird to say? No, I, it's it's valid.
0: It's valid. Yeah. I mean,
1: some people just get he, the wrong He has he has, he has two. I mean, he has one technical issue that really bothers me. And uh, a general he's generally kind of light in the ass. And I don't like tackles who are light in the ass. Get get your weight up, buddy. Um but yeah, I mean I I I like what uh Lucas is doing over there. I mean, he's a veteran, so I mean, you know, he's not the most talented guy out there. He's been around, he's seen what other, these, these defensive ends do, and I think that kind of experience helps, uh, especially if you're not the most talent, physically talented out there. Look at Alex Smith, somebody who made, th- made some things happen last week, and he's definitely not the most physically talented quarterback in the league right now. Far from it. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a good thing. I'm really waiting to see when we're going to get um, Sadiq Charles back. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was starting this week. I could have, I could have sworn I
0: saw something that showed he was starting. I don't know. He's not listed on the injury report that I'm looking at. Because
2: I think he's still on the IR, which means he won't be on the uh, injury report. He's just on the IR.
0: It's weird because I mean Kyle Allen's on the, the injury report I'm looking at too though. So it's I can't. Have, have they put I'm him on the Yes.
2: Oh, I was looking right on there. I mean he, he Kyle Allen's on the injury report on the team page too. So you're right, it is kind of weird. Yeah, well,
0: hell, I guess we shall see. Interesting for me though. So we um we just we just signed Jeff. Is it Bidet? Is is he like pronounced Bidet like the damn ass washing machine? I, you or? know
2: what? Let's roll with it. Let's call him Bede. It's Bede
0: Bede 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 Tomato. Tomato. Same difference to me. I mean, Which, sign a, the, We signed a guy with a fucking injury. He has a hamstring injury. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Which by <laughs> the
2: way, if you don't own one, you should have one. <laughs> My shameless club. <laughs> shameless. Club. Oh
0: damn! Steve got the cleanest ass in the pot. Okay.
2: <laughs> no shame.
0: <laughs> Steve is blushing, Steve, y'all. Steve is no Steve, Steve, Steve going four on us right here. <laughs>
2: hey, you get one, it's a life changer. Let me tell you. I will tell you. I'm
0: not kidding you. I don't understand right. the I don't understand the science behind it. Like for a female, I think it's gonna blast shit in their in their, you know, their hoo-hoo ho or something.
2: That's kind of the that's kind of the point of it.
0: Yeah, but it, it's gonna blast it, it's, how's it's it blast? Them? It's cleansing. Yeah, but if it's blasting it like,
2: toilet paper, it's cleaner. Hoo-hoo.
0: <laughs> yeah, but putting like poo poo juice in your
1: like your your poo poo hole or something like that, man. It goes up weird. and
2: it comes down.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Maybe, they, maybe <laughs> women got sit on it backwards. I don't know. So it's grab uh, a day, it's grab a day.
2: Kind of, you know. Hey, go get those, <laughs> get those bidets, addicts. Oh, man, that's all that's ten
1: that's
0: of that's you, cool. all
2: ten of you listening to this, go get let's
0: one. Let's go, let's go. Now, hey, we got we had thirty eight listeners for the last pod. We we had more listeners when we um we were doing one pod a week, so we yeah. average roughly the same between the two pods, but whatever, okay. who cares? Just listen. Yeah. I don't care how many people are listening. Just listen, have fun vibe with us. We're going to have fun regardless. But uh, I was very disappointed that we didn't bring a kicker to uh challenge Dustin Hopkins though. And he's, yeah, there is the a, board. there,
2: there is another guy practicing with the team okay. working out, working out, excuse me. Um, I don't know his name. It's a weird, it's a weird sounding name, but yes, I, there, I promise you, there is another guy and just give me a second. Well, we can talk about the lions injury report which has 16 people on it but i'll
0: find it holy christ yeah so kenny galladay we'll go on to the lions then while you're looking steve yeah yep um that dude roasted us last year i believe so if he's has a hip injury i'm not sure if he, so he didn't practice at all this week he's probably going to be out that's good for us um i'm starting their tight end on fantasy because he's been lighting it up Hockinson. and Hawkinson is, is going to he's gonna fucking torch us um, for lack of a better word. I, he's going to have a good game. I, I expect that to happen. Um, but damn, yeah, they got to. So Everson Griffin. So they just signed him, non-injury related. Okay, he full practice, so he'll probably play. Um, limited practice. Someone, Vitaly, Foot. No no real big names are jumping out at me. Um, Jeff Trufant's oh, okay. out. Yep, Desmond Trufant's out. Stafford listed with neck injury, but full practice, so he'll be good. Um, Jeff Okuda, though, so he's limited practice, ankle groin, and then full practice today, uh, so he'll probably be good to go. So Hawkins so, yeah, didn't,
2: didn't, didn't, didn't practice today. That's kind of a good sign for us. It, it, usually Thursday is like the turning point. You don't practice uh, Thursday. Who knows? It's
1: a bad injury report.
0: Yeah, but just a toe injury. Uh, I mean
2: – yeah. He would give him an extra day off. Did you guys hear about Stafford's week last week that he had?
0: It was weird because he was like, COVID can't practice, come in, practice for like a day or two. Yeah, and then he, you're still restricted on Sunday morning or Saturday morning and told you can't. Well, play. No, it,
2: it goes deeper than that. So he had he had he was a high risk for COVID exposure. So he was exposed to someone who had positive tests for COVID. Mm-hmm. He gets quarantined. Then his daughter gets a concussion. She fell out of like a chair, a high chair on her head oh, Jesus, man. and being that his whole family was was potentially quarantined for being exposure they couldn't find anyone to watch his children while they took the daughter to the emergency room so he was trying to say hey coach i got to get home i got to get home and they were like no you can't you can't you can't and finally they had a, a family friend that come over and then he got on the plane sunday to arrive just in time for the game and then played at the game i mean and then got hurt at the game he just had a crazy week man
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, hell, shout out to him and prayers yeah. I've always oh, liked Matt right Stafford. Now. Like I, I, I have too. He's, he's always been a gutsy uh, player. He's, he's had the unfortunate reality of playing in a conference that had Aaron Rodgers in it. I mean, he just yeah. Aaron Rodgers will go down as one of the all time greats, uh, regardless of just having the single Super Bowl victory. So, uh, Matt Stafford's kind of like the little brother in that division, but he's always been. I mean, the Lions have historically been a crappy team too, but he's put them in position to win and be competitive more often than not. So, yeah, yep. glad glad to hear he's doing better. You know, Hopefully he has a crappy game on Sunday. But, Seriously. Um, or
2: it's know, Chase, Chase,
0: Chase Daniel time. Yeah. We suck first <laughs> backups, though, so maybe not.
2: We do. We always <laughs> struggle. The, uh, the kicker that's on the practice squad, his name is – I don't know how to pronounce it. So, it, Kare Vedvik, K-A-A – K a a r e. is the first name. Last mm. name is Vedvik. So okay. he's been working out on the practice squad. So it looks like. Foreign might...
1: kickers, man.
0: They make feel. Oh, cool. It's yeah. like Polish or something like that with that name. Probably Vedvik, Russian. Vedvik, Either way, yeah, yeah Norwegian. Mean, okay.
2: Dustin's been pretty bad, so it can't be any worse, right?
1: I do like this guy. One a thing about the... and a punter. One mm. thing that's interesting. I know that Jeff Okuda is always oh, full practice. Let's we forget he has struggled to get on the field this season. Like he has not played up to his, his first round pick status. No, he hasn't. And I remember a us. lot of people wanted us to drop back and get him, and I'm like,
0: mm. mm-hmm. hell, put him on Cam Sims. Then look at that. So let's let, let's talk about how we match up. Let's let's roll into that segment. So go go. You're talking about how Akuda hasn't you know lived up to the hype that we all expected. If he is starting, who do you, if you're the Lions' offensive coordinator, or whatever head coach, who are you having him match up with? Do you have him go against Terry, who's a little more quicker and agile, or do you have him go against Cam, who's more physical and just a big ass body?
1: If, if I'm Sims. Jeff Okuda, or if I'm if I'm going to, I'm I'm putting him on Cam Sims because he hasn't shown that he can cover to one, um, and Terry is a border one. Um, Still don't know if if he's a a true number one receiver or not. We'll have this argument all season, but he's our number one, and he does things that would give Okuda trouble. But at the same time, one thing Cam Sims does better than anyone on the team is route running, and if Okuda can't, you know, read Sims and run that run the route with him and pattern match, um. You know, Sims may have a, a decent game if he's facing up against Okuda. And Okuda is just—he struggled to to, to catch the, the little intricacies of covering a receiver in the NFL in terms of not just the speed of the game, but also the little the different route combinations and so forth. It's just all those little things. That's what he struggled with. So, I mean, if I'm the if I'm the Lions' defensive coordinator, I'm not taking a risk. I'm putting him on on Cam Sims until he can show me that. You know he's earned the right to go travel with the one. Yeah, Steve, how, yeah. how you feel, yeah. man? How you think your matchup?
2: <laughs> I mean, their their defense is, is is struggling. So their overall overall team defense rank in we'll just say yardage. They're twenty um, fourth points, twenty eighth turnovers, twenty sixth first downs given up, thirty one. So they're 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 at the bottom on on defense. Uh, As far as their individual players, you got to kind of take a deeper look. So uh, Jamie Collins, you guys remember Jamie Collins used to play for the uh, Patriots. He's a tackling machine. He's their leading tackler. I feel like I talked about Jeff Okuda, but they had this defensive end named Romeo Okwara and he's got five sacks. So you, if you focus on neutralizing him on the outside, I think, I think we'll be okay with the defensive line. Other than that, I mean, Danny Shelton's a good defensive tackle. I don't know if you guys remember him. Other than no other big names, they're struggling at middle linebacker. They're rotating between three guys, Reggie Ragland, a guy named Jalal Tavai. So no other big names. God, Reggie really, Ragland's really, still really in the league. I know he is, right? There's no
0: other big names on the lines, on the offensive side of the ball, Steve? Is that what you're no, saying? No, 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 on
2: the, on the defensive side. Okay, okay. Defensive side. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Desmond Trufant, he's a former, has been. Um, no, Yeah, no other big names. That's all. That's all I could really come across when I was looking at their names. So Danny Shelton, Jamie Collins, Jeff Okuda, and a former former Reggie Ragland. Other than that, you know, guy from my own high school, Deshaun Hand, playing defensive end out of Alabama. But yeah, nothing. Nothing really big on defense. I'm not really. We should be. The opportunity to move the ball is there.
0: Now, what about offense?
2: So their offense. Uh, we'll go back to the ranks again. Uh, they are, let's see, their offense is better than ours, but that's not really saying a lot. So in yards, they're ranked 20th altogether, 19th in points. Correct. So, uh, for us, I'll just give you the inverse of that. We are. Oh, my stuff's freezing up fellas. Okay. We are, we are 30th and 30th (laughs) for the inverse of that. So of course, of course, they have Adrian Peterson, right? He already says he has a chip on his shoulder, but in the end, having seen what we have in, in Ag and Gibson, I, I, I'm okay letting AP go. You know, a- AD all A-P, day, all day, whatever, AP, bro. whatever. Uh, I'm actually more worried about DeAndre Swift than Adrian Peterson because that dude's a little, he's a little shifty, and he's, yeah,
1: he's he's a definite change of pace, um, yeah. and i don't know adrian hasn't even started every game at running back for them because so they carry on got a couple of starts for him too He did. yep
0: Mr. so Hall, they got three I mean,
1: backs back there that could do something but you know peterson's averaging you know 11 carries and uh almost 44 yards a game and nothing nothing mind-blowing and it's, he's really his numbers compare with uh Compare with uh, with uh, Antonio's, yeah,
2: yeah, right on. Yeah. And they use DeAndre sipped out of the backfield a lot. He's got thirty four targets, twenty six catches, so he's he's something you're gonna have to watch out for. Receivers, <laughs> they're you they're already said GD it.
1: McKesick.
2: I know Galladay, he's a beast, but they've been spraying the ball out so much between Marvin Jones and T.J. Hawkinson and Galladay. So, well, you also have don't
1: forget Danny Amendola,
2: the the former Patriot, the former Ram. I think that was it might be one more in there somewhere maybe maybe Uh, he's he's probably
1: i think he's at the dolphins at some
2: point or something so stafford has been distributing the ball pretty equally
1: well and stafford's going to do that receivers have even when outside of a couple years where he only threw the ball to megatron stafford's been really good about spraying the ball around um which does force our defense to have to play a little more honest you can't just key on one guy because you know that Stafford's going to find an open man so the responsibility is going to have to be locked down on defense just don't let anybody get open
0: yeah Yeah. looking at how he's been distributing the ball like just going by receptions Hawkinson leads uh, you know tight end leads with 34 receptions and then uh, the next receiver is the running back you know, DeAndre Swift with 26, and Amandola's right behind him with 25. That's their top three. Um, Marvin Jones has
1: 25. Galladay has 20. 20 I mean, yeah. Super even.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, that that definitely does play to, I believe, their strength, especially with that tight end. Um, he's been picking up the past couple of weeks um, for sure. He's been my fantasy go-to uh, yep. tie other than Elvin, uh, Evan Ingram. He hasn't been as good for me. So, yeah. Uh, definitely concerned with that because we are pretty good um, defending the pass on the outside, but the middle of the field continues to haunt us. Um, you know, new defensive scheme, new defensive, you know, coordinator, whatnot, but the middle of the field still is our Achilles heel as a defensive unit. So uh, that's that's my biggest concern. And I think I'll segue to Washington football team wins if, and I'll kick it off with um, if if we can limit, uh, the amount of passes, you know, the, the, the limit them on third down, give them third and long and don't let them convert. And I think that's going to be, it's kind of a cliche. Yeah, this makes sense. You stop them on third down, you force a turnover, you win the game. Um, but we need to be consistent with that. And I think we've been pretty decent this year on third down. I have to look at the numbers to be sure. Um, but that's the biggest key for me is, is do not let uh, TJ Hawkinson be a huge disruptor and have a monster game if that dude rips off you know eight receptions for 117 yards or something crazy like that and a touchdown i think we're in for a long day because that means that he's probably converting on third down and we don't need that how do do you feel steve what what do you think is our i mean i
2: think i running the ball so the lions Uh defense is ranked 30th in the nfl they are giving up a shit ton of yards and a shit ton of touchdowns. They're averaging almost five yards a carry to running backs, 4.8. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. If we have a game where we have nine carries, I'm going to and blow my lid.
0: Yeah, thank, so, thanks, Tampa Bay, for, for getting eight carries last week and not five. the crowns five five. 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 We had five. nine. They had five. Holy crap. Yes.
2: But they had Brady. They force. had Brady. You know what? You can do that with Brady. We don't have Brady. We have a guy with 50 pins in his legs. So we got to run the ball. I love you, Alex.
0: (laughs) He's the last Redskins jersey I bought, man. I I wanted the God. Okay, whatever. I don't care. Yep, 50 pins. Go ahead, Alex. Get a win. That rhymed. Phil, how do we win this game?
1: (laughs) Um, we win this game if Alex Smith doesn't throw three interceptions. Ooh, damn. Alex doesn't turn the ball over though. That's what they say. No, 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 no. 2018, Alex didn't turn the ball over. <laughs> 2020, Alex is a different story. 2020, Alex got away with not turning the ball over against the Rams because he didn't throw a ball that did not go more than two yards past the line of scrimmage. And then when he did that against the Giants, well, look what happened. I swear to God. one Here's the thing. All those interceptions were bad. The throw to McKissick was way over his head. And it's like you're the, only, the only time you've ever owned, overthrown a receiver in the past five years was on that play. Yeah, That's when you choose to overthrow a receiver. The one where McKissick's falling down, McKissick fell down slower than old people fuck, and somehow Alex Smith manages to <laughs> still throw in the ball.
2: He was like already JD on the McKissick ground. McKissick started
1: falling down Saturday night, and Alex Smith still throws in the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that I mean, I'm in the. Here's the thing, and this is why I probably shouldn't be out in public on game day. I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings watching the game this past Sunday, and I literally jumped out of my seat and I yelled at this big screen. And I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" And just, I'm, I'm being totally uncivilized. And I, and I'm going to blame Alex Smith for that because that was some uncivilized stuff um i just none of them none of none of those interceptions were like oh okay i see what happened and the defender made a great play
0: mm-hmm. no
1: this was all stuff you should not have done yep
0: so, it's weird because people people like they look at that game they're like oh it's had a great game it's like dude what type of game are you watching man like you really didn't like i mean you take yard, away those three picks
2: he would have had a great game. He was like 26 for 32. He missed like six passes, and of those six, three of them were. Well, interceptions. That's like saying if
1: I'm a left tackle in the NFL and I let up three sacks. Oh, if he didn't let up those three sacks, he had a great day. He yeah. let up three sacks.
2: Yeah, it was it was yeah, it was terrible. It was, yeah. yeah it only takes one all shit to ruin 50 attaboys. So he could have thrown. No, and one you
1: pick. know what? Like I said, the one thing I did see is that he did read. He read guys getting open down the field. I mean, yeah, I know we ran that damn uh, uh, freaking dig route twenty times, but they it was open. But yeah. the plays to Sims and so forth were Sims got open because Sims can run damn good routes. We figured that out.
2: And protection and was pretty good. Easy. Protection was much better than I thought it would be.
1: Gosh, I was surprised with that. That's because of the fact that I don't think anybody wants to be the one that let up that sack. Yeah. Especially at the fact that Antonio The chip the chip to the right. Chip oh. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Now I understand that. Antonio that's his Antonio Gibson, his weakest aspect is pass blocking, but he has to learn to pass block or else teams are a key on the fact that he's never gonna stay in.
2: Yeah. I tell you what, the Kyle just slid to the left. Oh man, he would have had at least two and a half more seconds.
1: Bang, bang, yeah, but, get it. it. Is what it is. But hopefully, they worked on on pass blocking extra in this practice, just because of the fact that now you're going to have to defend, you know, the rush again with a quarterback who just isn't nearly as mobile. Yeah, so if crazy. Alex Smith doesn't it's throw stuck, three man. interceptions, we win this game.
0: Yeah, I just uh, – I hope it's a good game, man.
1: I, I hope it's a good game. So I'll take hey, – I'll take 300-yard performances by any quarterback.
0: Yeah, but well, I'll, I'll take them as long as they produce results. Like, that's – it's for me, like, I, I don't care. If, if Alex throws for 180 yards with two touchdowns and we win, you know, 35-17, like, I'm, I'm down with that. Like, that's cool. Manage the game. Don't turn the ball over be efficient when you have your, your opportunities. Like, cool. Like I won't say he had hollow yards. Um, but that's, it's weird how sometimes people throw that up there. Oh, it's garbage yards, it's garbage stats. Um, depend upon, you know, just the timing. Mean, I think you're always playing the win for all 60 minutes. That's, that's how I feel. So I don't, I don't buy into the garbage stats thing no. um, as much, but yeah, I mean just, uh, yeah that helped hey if you're saying 300 yards and just have a, a good game don't turn the ball over I'm I'm, I'm down with that I, I can live with that so I think we're rolling to predictions for this game I'll I'll let you guys jump in first I, I guess we'll start with you Steve what, what's your score predictions uh, for this game or even some player stats as well um I'm gonna go
2: 27-24 Detroit but the Washington football team covers the spread at 3.5. So that's my prediction. Detroit wins, but we cover the spread. I hate in those the, close games, Steve. I know. I Can't you know, we have I a just, blowout one week? It, well,
0: we blew out. Dallas games. is on Dallas. Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> but Andy Dallin's coming back, so it should be another story, even though we put him at the game first. We'll see.
1: Like, they were down 22-3 cool? to three with Dalton in the game.
0: Like, yeah, I feel so dirty true. like with this game. I feel like I take showers with my clothes on. Like I want to take a shower with my dick hanging out once. Like beat a team badly so I can yeah. feel good about myself, Washington's football team.
2: It would be nice to just chill, you know. Yes. It. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, happen at all. Let
0: it all hang out. Like, goddamn, let me fucking relax I mean, a little
2: bit. Individual stats. I'll say Alex gives us two fifty. and two, no interceptions in a fumble. Gibson gets his hundred. Terry gets his hundred. That's really all I can go right now. It's everything else is just kind of too too unpredictable. I would say I would say Alex Smith will give you 179 and one because his last year before he got injured, he threw for 179 and one. I want to say three times. 179 and one at like an 85% accuracy rate. So his passes were going like four yards down the field. But yeah, I'll give him two fifty and two today. Be generous.
0: Numbers so far for the season, 362 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, QB rating of 70.3. That's
2: crazy. And all the, the touchdown and the three picks were all from last game, weren't they? Yep, mm-hmm. that's
0: right. Yeah. Okay. Phil, how how you feeling? What are your predictions?
1: All right. Uh okay. My prediction is that we will beat the Lions and we will beat them 27 to 16. I think. This is one of those things where, I don't know. I, I the the Giants, I, I call that one a really close game, um, both times actually, and they've been close games. But I just have this feeling that it's like if if they're going to get right, it, you gotta do it now, you know. Let's rally around Alex, whatever. Um, whatever the team's going to do, but uh, I think that we win twenty seven to sixteen. Um, I think he has solid, like, about 85, 90 yards out of Antonio Gibson. Uh, I think Alex is going to give you 220, um, two touchdowns and interception. Um, You know, because that that two-to-one ratio tends to be what he's done for his career. So, you know, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, I don't know if any receivers go for 200 yards, but, uh, you know, Maybe Terry, maybe Cam. I don't know. I'd like to see Cam get more targets. Yeah. I would love to see. Because Cam Sims in a a limited role has shown us that there's something there. He's 6'5 and can run crisp routes. You don't have too many of those guys. I wonder why it took him so long to see the field, though. What was he doing that he wasn't seeing the field? He probably was the route running. I imagine it's probably something he had to work on. That you know, he's not the fastest guy in the field. He's not, you know, he, he's just he's a he's he, at first when he came out of college. I just loved him because he was six five and can high point a ball. Yeah, he he runs a four five. I looked up earlier today, like he's not as slow
0: as I thought he was. It's no, maybe
1: maybe maybe he's just not a game speed kind of guy, or he hasn't. It took him a while to translate that. I'm I'm with it's you. Like I speed. thought he was,
0: I thought he was a slower dude too until like I looked up his speed um i was like holy shit this dude's like to be that big and run a four or five like i get it there are some freaks that run faster than him at that size or equivalent um but uh he's not as slow as he seems i mean he, he a couple of all his catches not all of his catches but a couple of catches last week were fairly long uh passes and they weren't just necessarily thrown in the breadbasket and you step out of bounds or get in the meat like he had a couple of strides and yards after the catch so uh
1: Yeah, I, I, he's doing what we thought Gandy Golden would do. Yeah, this year.
0: Oh damn, my damn chest hurts. Just saying his name, like I fucking die a little bit.
1: Maybe, but you know what? I'm glad that we found somebody. We're fine. Well, found we we are finding someone to fit that role.
0: Yeah, I tell you what, I know Harmon is obviously not in the picture. You know, rehabbing from his uh his ACL rehab, but that dude's like already like running on treadmills and stuff, man. Wow. Yeah. So. yeah, like incredible progression for him, you know. So uh yeah, shout out to Kelvin Harmon because I thought that he would be our guy. I was really pissed off when we did draft um Gandhi Golden and nothing against that kid. I mean, whatever, but to to, to use a fourth round pick on on the wide receiver that any hindsight's always twenty twenty. We didn't know that you know he would get hurt. and wouldn't be really a big part of our game plan, but Isaiah Wright and Cam Sims have been more focal parts of the offense than, you know, our fourth round pick, Andy Golden, who we assume the coaches picked him because they saw something on tape. They liked him. They wanted him to be part of their offensive game plan. And he's played, what, one game? He He had like – I've only seen him in one game where he had like a carry and he ran much faster than I expected him to run, standing straight up and got like popped in the chest like a 12-year-old and then I haven't seen him in the game since then.
2: It's the best just jet sweep of the year by this team, and then he gets lit up.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen
1: a play They haven't run yet. him on it since. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they probably didn't hit him. So well, for some reason, that reminds me of, uh, remember, if, if, if you remember in the 90s, we, we spent a first-round draft pick on this uh, – Offensive lineman from Penn State, Andre Johnson. Left tackle. Left tackle. And fucking Norm Turner screams at his screams at somebody. He says, get him out of there before he hurts himself. And the guy never played again. So just because. So I think them, them some of that might have been with Gandy Golden. They saw how he ran. They saw how he got popped. They're like, uh-uh. No. This kid's gotta learn how to protect himself first.
0: Oh, Antonio Gibson needs to learn how to protect himself, too. Like, he runs very <coughs> weird. I think that's he the, re-
2: the receiver in him.
0: Yeah, like he runs he has upright. It's weird. He has the body type to, to inflict a little bit of damage on defenders. He's a big dude. He's a big kid.
2: Yeah, he's but getting better about lowering that shoulder. He's, get, he's getting a little better.
1: Yeah, but he's oh, got to run lower. He's just – he doesn't have – like, everybody says, well, AP runs upright. Well, AP has, you know, his – thighs are almost as big as my chest for those who don't know I have a big chest um, you know AP's built to do that like his center of gravity is naturally low I don't see that in Gibson Gibson is you know more of a, you know kind of more of an athlete with, he's got a bigger upper body that's where he carries his weight so he needs to drop that shoulder a little bit more so he can get that leverage and makes him harder to tackle and he's a guy who could break tackles too Yo, I'm I'm bugged
0: out looking at like this this list of Gandhi Golden like games he's played. He's played week 2 through 6. Week 1 he had a catch for 3 yards or week 2 rather. Week 3 he had that jet sweep for 22 yards. And then he's he showed up until the 18th of October and the 11th versus the Rams, he played in 43% of the team snaps that was his highest snap count this season, 10% the following week. I and mean, then he's, he's been gone, but like, he's not on injury reports or anything. Well, it's just a mystery. Like that, that's, the he comes that's in, long. he comes in
1: the block. He comes in the block a lot.
0: And that's crazy because like, that's, that's what Cam Sims was doing, man. And Hey, shout out to him. Uh, the dude <laughs> who's been really good on special teams as a gunner, um, going down and making some tackles Um you know, I kick off in punts and then working his way into the open rotation or the starting rotation rather than making the most of his opportunities. Like sometimes it happens and it's, it's just frustrating because you, you'd much rather have used that draft pick on perhaps maybe an interior lineman, um to kind of help shore up that position group. But it is what it is. I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, you know, but no, I mean, there,
2: there's some substance sometimes- with that though. I, I feel like cam is, is, is following the plan. That is the plan that we've been presented. Young youth development of young guys. I'm not saying Ron's using that across the board, but I feel like Cam is Alex kind of, Smith. Yeah, yeah. I Alex know he's not Mike. using sports, but, <laughs> but I, yeah, Cam Cam and Antonio Gibson are like the only ones who are kind of following that path of Developing the young players, giving them multiple opportunities. If you're if you're bad, I'm taking you out. If you're good, I'm gonna leave you. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Just a weird. I like I like what Cam's doing. I feel like he's following the path that's he's supposed to be being followed. But it just it just sucks that he's there's not more of
0: that. And was well, it no, this no is the end, what, third year too, right? Uh yeah.
2: third or second it's or
1: third. His third. Third. His third. Was he undrafted? Mm, I would say he was a seventh round so
0: he, he would need to draft he would need to be resigned this offseason then
1: no damn it it does not say no it looks like he was undrafted Alabama though Alabama boy
2: Rod you never said you I mean, he's
1: also he, he's also making 600 grand this year <laughs> yeah jump change yeah no
0: my so my yeah my predictions I know I've, I've been going back and forth um I've been a doom and gloom dude for the past couple of weeks. I mean, this team just really pisses me off, but I think we are going to win this week. Um, and I, I, I'm very hopeful that that will be a reality come Sunday afternoon, but I see us winning. Hmm. 27 to 16. Um, touchdown three field goals for them. I think that Alex same will exact have,
1: score I picked, Rodney. We're on the same page this is, week. Is that what you said? Yes, it is.
0: Precise. So yeah, I I think I I think that's realistic. I think we're going to get to Matt Stafford. I think I'll, our defensive front will um will frustrate him. I'm hopeful that somebody had shared something in the group, and I seen that on Twitter as well. But Chase Young is like his sack numbers aren't where people want them to be, but his his command of multiple offensive linemen, tight ends, chips, you know, from wide receivers and running backs um, have freed up the lanes for other folks. Um so and, I I've and much that's
2: why you drafted him.
0: Yeah, absolutely that's that's great. Like I and I hope I hope fans who watch the game and understand the game understand that aspect of it. Like it's not all about sacks. Um now it's and people may say hey Rod you're a hypocrite like you talk so much shit about Kerrigan and yes because Kerrigan wasn't getting triple and double teamed constantly. Like, it'd be one-on-one versus the right tackle, and he'd just flail his arms in the air. Now, he's been great in reserve. Like, Kerrigan has come off the bench, and he's exceeded my expectations um, thus far. You know, he's he comes in, he gets a sack, he gets a stop, um, and you appreciate that. Montez Sweat, I would like to see him be a little bit more active, um, get his numbers up, um, just because he's getting those one-on-one opportunities now because Chase Young is commanding attention. And then you know the, the interior five sacks defensive this line, season. Five. And he's that's, got five. that's fine. That's fine. I think I think he'll finish with double digits. And um he's on pace I'm for it. That. And he's that's and that's the other
1: him. and that's the other thing. Is that you know, how else mm-hmm. do you think Tim Settle has three sacks?
0: Yeah, I mean it's Tim, the, Tim the Settle, Settle has effect. three sacks. The Chase Young effect, man. Exactly. It's good. I mean that 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 entire position group, um, you know, to include the bookends is is solid, man. It's one of the league's best. Um, and there's a reason and that's without know.
2: ionitis too
0: yes i love that guy i miss without him so ionitis. much man i miss yeah. him so much i it, it's funny because ellie put up a um a graphic showing like i think it was Settle, ionitis or uh, Allen and Payne or something like that talk about like you know cut one or something like that i don't know i'd, I'd have to make concessions somewhere else I, I would cut the kicker and you know just fucking go for two point every time (laughs) I've trust wake like I want to keep them as as long as possible like I hope I hope Rivera is doing what he needs to do and he is building a culture he's been pissing me off you know and I say you know I call him Ronaldo Rivera off of like Geraldo Rivera you know is, is where I'm getting that name spin from like just he he annoys me with the way we read him as far as hey youth movement well you're not playing the most important youth position quarterback that we need to see if this guy's got the juice or not, but whatever. Um, But yeah, I'll get back. So 27-16 is my prediction for score. I think Alex Smith will have uh, uh, three touchdown passes. Um, I think he is going to, no, I'll say two touchdown passes. And I think he's actually going to have a bootleg rush for a touchdown. Uh, (laughs) I think so. And then uh, Antonio Gibson will have another rushing touchdown, but we'll miss an extra point. And that's where I'm getting the 27 from. It won't be from two field goals. I think it will be a missed extra point. <laughs> um, defensively, I would like to say that uh, Kendall Fuller will get a pick. Um, and we'll probably have a quartet of sacks. So uh, four sacks for the defensive, uh, defensive unit. Montez will get two. Um, Chase will get one. And then uh, someone in the middle, one of the fat boys, will pick up another one, whether it's a settle or pain. Uh, getting in there, so I think we're going to have a good game. Um, I, I hope to be smiling
1: Sunday evening. Um, I'd like to see that safety blitz with Cam Curl some more.
2: Yeah, he got a sack last week. Yeah. That yeah. one
1: last week was beautiful.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was dialed I, up nicely. I, I like Jack Del Rio, man. I just wish he would stop acting like a player on Twitter, though. Like, yeah, I'm all for people having their own opinions and stuff like that. Like, hey, you're you're, you're you are your own man. Um, but he just he responds to shit that if it were a player, you, you'd lose your mind. Like, shut the fuck up and get in your playbook. But because, yeah. because he's a defensive coordinator, or coach, it's like, well, he's a grown man. He can do what he wants. Like, well, shit, so is everyone else. So a little bit of odd, oddity with that. Like, I don't like to see our coach going back and forth with fucking fans on Twitter. That's just yeah. silly to me. Or writers. Uh, yeah, or writers. That was weird, though, because I don't think – I don't think he was really going at, what's the damn dude's name? Um, Brian, Bald, Brian, Bald, Bald,
2: Bald, yeah. Brian Baldinger.
0: Yeah. I don't think he was really going at him hard. I think it was no. playful banter, but people read it as like him being offended. I don't think he was, I think it was like really Baldy. Like, come on, man. Our defense is good too. I don't think he took offense, but yeah, you know, I, I can't read that man's mind uh, miscellaneous. So Bryce love is back on the practice field. And I believe he's now in the 21 day window as to whether or not we're going to activate him for long-term or, continue to shut them down for this season so if he comes back guys somebody's got to go down is it thomas davis do you keep the the, so so he's a he's a he's a shifty back he's more in the mold of mckissick and gibson perhaps um i think peyton barber stays as well i would much rather than
1: get rid of thomas davis man the one thing i'll say about Bryce Love is that I think he, unlike Bar or unlike the other backs we have, besides Barber, because Barber does this pretty well, but Barber's is not as talented. He's decisive. Like, he'll see his hole, and he just goes for it. That's everything you saw from him in college. Now, obviously, I don't know how his injury is going to affect him as a pro, but that's the one thing I always like about Bryce Love is that he's very decisive. Once he saw where he was going to go, he went for it. And, you know, Whatever speed he has, that's where he went. You know, and there was there was no, no bullshit. No, you know, trying to make something on you know that that's you know trying to do something that's not there. You know, very good field vision, saw his hole, attacked it, and I like running backs like that. That's that whole he Bryce Love would have been perfect for Mike Shanahan. That one cut and go. Yep, big fan of that kind of back. Um, I like decisive running backs. And that's one thing that, you know, and Gibson, I, for all this talent, I mean, because he's the natural, more of a, nat, I think something he has had the receiver in him. Gibson doesn't have that running back field vision, at least not yet. Um, McKissick does. McKissick, I swear to God, is still our best slot receiver. Uh, he And that's where he should play. And maybe that's what we – maybe we should look at doing something like that, you know, put McKissick out on the slot more and have Bryce Love running back there with Gibson. You know, Gibson gives you all that raw athleticism that he has and that size and speed. And Bryce Love gives you that one cut and go back.
2: Then you can just cut Stephen Sims because that's supposed to be his job. Either he's not doing it or he can't do it. I don't know.
1: Uh, It's either Stephen Sims or – I don't know. Isaiah Wright's kind of falling back a little bit. Like all he does is catch uh, bubble screens now, yeah. And and you know for six yards, which is fine. You need to do that, but I, I would like to see more of him. The only time I ever seen him go long, to quote oh, Chris, man. to quote to quote Chris Cooley, just stood on the fucking goal line.
0: My wife's gonna kick me in the nuts, guys. I'm scared. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Uh, So, Amazon didn't deliver my Xbox Series X. It was, like, delayed. So, I thought I canceled it. And I immediately, like, ordered. I got lucky. And, like, an hour later, an alert came on Twitter. I ordered the Xbox. And it arrived. I was looking at her, like, on the ring camera because I was telling my son to get it and, like, hide it in the basement for me because dad will be home Tomorrow. And like she like chastised me on the ring camera from a UPS dude. Well, Amazon just shipped my other Xbox, so ah! damn it. I guess I'll be flipping that or getting my ass punched on Saturday. So we'll see if I'm uh at Sunday morning's pod with black right. eye. All
1: all you listeners, chaos seven four four on eBay. <laughs>
0: yeah, no shit, maybe. <laughs> well, I'll I'll reach out to my boy. Um I do game sharing with my buddy. I know he wants an Xbox, so maybe it'll go to him. But uh, if not, yeah, I'll sell that motherfucker. Maybe I could pay for two Xboxes with one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate scalpers though, man. Like I, I'm kind of weird about that. Like I I think I'd be a hypocrite if I sell it for a thousand bucks or something like that. But fuck it. COVID-19, baby. Let's go. That's right. uh, <laughs> fuck them kids.
1: Dev voice.
0: <laughs> Dev's voice. Fuck them kids. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about, man. I'm sorry. We were just mis- chatting you know. about, oh we about Bryce
1: Love, baby. See, we talk about Bryce Love, and, you know, things happen. In, in, in Rod's case, he's about to get chewed out when he gets old. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I haven't talked to my wife since yesterday. Oops. Like, she got mad. I don't know. We're we're running along. Maybe I edit this out. Maybe we just talk. Maybe people can laugh at us. Um, being married is a, a thrill, but my God, if I spend money, my wife is like she loses her mind, and I don't get it. Like I'm not she rich, knew but you I were do
1: get an Xbox.
0: She didn't. She knew I got a play. So here's the thing: I bought the PlayStation for like seven hundred nine dollars because it's a bundle. It has like the Spider Man, mm-hmm. has de- Demon Souls or something like that. And additional controller. They don't make any money off of overhead. It's legit MSRP. Yeah. She's like, okay, cool well now i just spent a thousand dollars on xboxes so it's seventeen hundred dollars in like fucking a six day span if that so yeah
1: (laughs) you may need you
0: may need to scalp that one xbox just to. dude oh god so women my wife so my my tv in the basement is like dying on me i have a samsung curved freaking television 4k bought it in 2014 when 4k was just coming out like i'm a as you can tell, listeners, I got a fucking PlayStation 5 and two Xbox Series Xs. So I like technology. I'm always like, I want it. I want it now. I want, it. I want to be first. I want to be the cool kid on the block with the new shit. Anyways, I got this TV for like $4,300 in 2014. It was brand new. Like, 4K was emerging. Now you can get the same TV for probably like $1,200. Anyways, this LG C10 TV OLED is badass fucking it's like the highest rated 4k tv right now it's got game mode like variable refresh rate i'm geeking out on you guys now but it's it's, it's the shit LG CX, pronounced c10 so i was going to get one before i came out here on tdy to pennsylvania and she's like no like what size are you gonna get i was like well just a 65 because i've been asking her for the longest let's upgrade the size no i don't want to do that then she wants to upgrade and that pissed me off before i came out here she's like no i want like a 75 inch or bigger i was like you god damn it man like <laughs> i've been trying to pepper you for the longest and you just chastised me with getting that damn tv but now you're saying you want me to go bigger but going bigger is that creeps up to like three grand i really don't want to spend three grand on a tv when i could spend 1500 on sale for this 65 inch or- yep it's like it's just for me like I'm, i've reached a point like no i'm good with the 65 it's it's big enough like we only not sitting 18 feet away like i'm good but now because i like tech she's talking that shit into my head so yeah she yelled at me on camera with the ups dude like oh i didn't know you ordered this you fucking jerk off and yeah so we'll see i'm sorry i'm going on a tangent that does anyone else deal with this shit, man? I see Phil smiling. He's like, yeah, I'm the single dude. Fuck you guys.
1: <laughs> I was you're married not... for eight years. I know exactly how this goes. Oh,
0: my God, man. I love my wife to death. Tawana, you will not listen to this pod. I get it. But damn, you are a freaking... I won't say your herpes on my ball sack like Phil was saying in the last pod or some shit like that. But damn, like, you're a pimple on my fucking face or something like that. Like You just suck at times. I love you, though. <laughs> so don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me, babe. It's just it's just an Xbox. Maybe get put it. it in the bedroom.
1: Tw- 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 <laughs> Look, as someone who sees Rod talk about how amazing you are 24-7 otherwise, it just lets us know what you're human.
0: I act like I got like horns like the Joe Budden podcast or something like that. Filled with the shadow. I appreciate you man.
2: <laughs> but do you do you need both? Is the real question.
0: What both Xboxes? Oh, an Xbox and a PS5. For the exclusives, yes. Yeah. And I, so okay. here, here's the thing: the only reason. So X a lot of a lot of the Microsoft games are like on PC, and you guys know I game on the PC more than anything yep. now. Um, but I do game sharing with my buddy. I can't I can't buy a game like on the PC, without like ha- without it like having being tied to my account, so he could play it as well. So that's why I get it. I mean, there's there's games I. I it's it's nice to sit down on the couch at times like this i could play on the pc yep or i could go sit on the on the couch um and do the same thing um do i really need both probably not so i'll make sure i turn this part of the pot off my wife is listening (laughs) but being the tech freaking idiot i am i just i like to have them both but i i got friends in both ecosystems too so that's the thing as well like Call of Duty well, was fun because well, that was cross, the first it's cross, game. It's
2: cross-platform, so... That's
0: the first game that, like, did it, like, in a large scale. Like, that was fun. I appreciate it. Like, there's a lot of people I haven't played with in a while because I am on the PC more. So I'm like, yeah, like, I get to play with all my Xbox buddies, my PlayStation buddies. This is fun. Um, but, like, like, Madden, I hate Madden, but it's the only football game we got. So I play it on the PC, but there's not a community. So, like, I'm probably going to buy it for, like, the Xbox or the PlayStation 5. Just like could play against other people. Only person I play against is my nephew, and he's 13. He kills me in Madden now. I can't play him anymore. <laughs> when he was eight, I'd crush him. He's 13 now, and he plays a lot more than me. So I need like other 38 year old people to play against, except yes. Dev. Dev is a fucking animal in Madden.
2: He still lost to Parker, though.
0: Yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: that, that shit, Parker, he,
2: was All that shit he was talking. Shout out to
1: Parker. Get st- on. Didn't he get stomped by Fred, too? Uh, I don't know. I I think him and Fred played
0: like a close game. I forget. He he beat the hell out of me. I I think I turned off my damn Xbox or PlayStation. I don't even think I finished the game. I was mad. If we were close, I would have like shot him or something like that. (laughs) Not really, but he he made me mad. I get, I get how people get shot playing Madden because that shit pisses you off. He, He couldn't stop him. He has like all the money plays. I hate Madden. God
1: damn it. 2K, please hurry up. Rob, 2K. You, understand, have you guys- I understand, Dev plays Madden doing this podcast. I know. I know.
0: Dude, ha- have you guys seen the new 2K, like, on the PlayStation or the Xbox, the new new systems? No. Yeah. Oh my Holy God. hell, dude.
1: It's good? It, it's almost dead realistic. Wow. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Like,
0: we, we've been saying, like, when 2K came out, like, 2K14, I'm like, damn, it looks so real. Now, legitimately, like... It looks freaking real. Like, just the presentation, the lower bowl, when like they, they come in and start in the game, it's unreal. Jump on YouTube after this, man. Like, look at, like, yeah. 2K for, like, PlayStation 5 or Series X. Incredible. Incredible.
1: PS5 especially. God. Like, the difference between the Series X and the PS5 is nuts on the 2K games.
0: Yeah. It's freaking yeah. unreal, man. I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm looking forward to using that new PlayStation Five controller. Like got. They're saying that's all the rage. It's like uh, I don't know to, anything about I it. Have I haven't. I've
1: been. I've been intentionally staying away from a lot of that because I'm going. I'm. I'm holding off because I always do, and then I'll make my decision. But I'll probably go back to PlayStation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll hell, I'll let you know. I mean, I'll give you my uh. You,
1: yeah, give me a breakdown here a couple months
0: yeah no without a doubt i mean i've always liked xbox infrastructure as far as like xbox live it's always been more stable to me download speeds have been faster playstation's always had the exclusives i'm looking forward to that that spider-man game like that shit looks so sick i want to get the tv uh, god damn it
2: There's I'm, not a place, I'm a playstation guy myself i've never had anything else
1: really I have an Xbox One because I got one for my son because he wanted the Minecraft edition for Christmas one year, and that's how I ended up with one. Yeah. Before that it was PS3, PS2. I skipped yeah, my a kids, generation. My kids love
0: PlayStation more than Xbox. Xbox is well. No, they because they Minecraft, Minecraft. So they play them on the PlayStation or the Xbox. They really like those both. Um, damn. I'm still blown that this Xbox is shipping. I've never been pissed off to get a console shipped to me. I thought I canceled it, man. Fucking idiot. Oh my god, dude. It's
1: mm. all right. You'll be like you'll you'll be able to flip it for an a, a you know couple of dollars over over uh, what you paid for it and it'll I'm be cheaper to, than what most people are gonna get.
0: I'm gonna wait till Christmas Eve then. Maybe some Chiefs player be like, yo, I want a fucking Xbox. I'm like, here you go, Pat Mahomes, let me get a signed jersey or something. In in six hundred bucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're you're fucking I'm, not like you. I'm not kidding you i'm not kidding you um i mean i know a ps5 somebody had on amazon this morning for 1700 bucks yeah i see it i i was just up there my sister
0: she just got lucky she she just scored a playstation 5 on amazon um so they, they keep putting on putting them up but the mm-hmm. xbox is really hard to get if anyone's listening to this podcast and you really want an xbox like redskins axe on twitter hit me up let me know I nice sell it to
1: you. Yeah. So, do you guys want to talk it's about crazy. the other
0: miscellaneous topic? Dwayne is the backup, or, or do you think we're good with that?
1: Gotta yeah, touch it at the beginning of this, uh, yeah. podcast. if yeah. yeah. anybody else yeah. has any other thoughts on it? Mine is that he'll be back sooner or before or later.
2: Yep. One hit away, could be back against the lines. Who knows? I That's hope not. Crazy. I don't want to see Alex get hurt, but I do want to see Dwayne play.
0: I'm interested. What's I want to, to, see, 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 I want to see him get between. replaced. Do you, th- do you think we're going to have three quarterbacks on Sunday? No. 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 With Alex being as fragile as he
1: is.
2: But Dwayne's pretty durable. I mean... Because then you got to... We saw
1: that first four games of the season.
2: Yeah, who, You're going to bump someone else to activate Montez.
1: No, yeah.
0: We love controversies. That's why <laughs> I want three quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, well, if Alex is starting, you're right. You have an actual point to have three quarterbacks active because he's one hit away from whatever. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm fairly confident we'll have Montez and Dwayne one and two before the season's over. And I don't know how or why, but I I feel like it's going to happen.
0: It's weird. I mean, what if Alex is is winning and then December comes along, knowing you know we're sitting at. Four and six or something like that.
2: I mean, then we'll really see is it, is the because the division's out the window. So, well,
0: five and six if we win the rest of November, huh? So,
2: and it truly has to be about developing players. And
0: well, if he's if he's five and six though, like you're legit in the playoff, huh? Well, well probably true, yeah, true,
2: true. I think it, you need to get seven to win it, though. I think seven wins it.
1: That's crazy. Sub five hundred. Yeah, it's bad.
2: Whew. very bad. Y'all, nine
1: nine I I thought nine wins would win this division. Eight or nine was what I thought. I literally thought it was gonna be eight or nine. I knew it was gonna be bad. I Didn't know it was gonna be this bad. Nope. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean it's nice to be able to have competitive football to talk about. And if we win a couple games, it we have real competitive football to talk about. Is Ooh. Philly
0: on the bye this week? They have to be.
2: Uh, let's see. I just, I just had their schedule up. Philadelphia. Yes. Week nine by then they're back at the giants.
0: Okay. So we're three, they're three, four and one. We're two and six. So if we win, we'll still be a half a game behind them. So we can't get in the first place this week, but
2: I mean, they have five good teams to play. They got to play Cleveland, Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona in that order. Yeah. Oof. And then they end it with Dallas and Washington. So if they can get through that gauntlet with two and three. Yeah. man, it's there. I
1: don't I don't see it. They could we go they could go one and four through that gauntlet. Yeah. It's Maybe go and five. Like None of, I mean, I can give them one win in there. I could see it, but I don't know, man. That's hmm. like selfishly,
0: like I want. I want the Redskins to win. I want the Washington football team to win games, but I also want them to lose because I just want to know what we have in Dwayne. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like people are like, Oh, you fucking love Dwayne so much. It's like, I really don't like, I'm not getting attached to players anymore. Like I, I mean that wholeheartedly. I just want to know what we have in the kid because I'll be, I will be incredibly irate if we set oh, you know, what, we're going to move on for him. And I mean, look at Tannehill. Like, Ryan Tannehill is doing pretty damn good things for Tennessee. He's moving the ball. He looks like a competent quarterback. I mean, they're winning their game right now, 17, 13. It's a, it's a game for first place. They're six and two playing against a five and three ball club. Like he's playing good football and Miami is perhaps playing good football as well now. And they're not really concerned about him, I guess, but they struggled while that dude was a game away from playing like a Super Bowl in their stadium last year. Yeah, like and, and playing really good football. And like I just, I, for Dwayne, I don't want to say I don't want that to happen for him. I I don't want him to go somewhere and suck per se. But like I'll be really jealous if we don't give this kid a legitimate shot. Other than no preseason, four games against three out of the four teams are pretty damn good. Have a good chance of making the playoffs this year, and. Like, it, then you just give up on him and you move on and you draft 12th, 13th. No one's going to give us a first round pick for him. Um, yeah. if we only played in four games this year and it wasn't the greatest showing in his rookie year,
1: I'm also not worried. I, I, still, I still say he'll be back, he'll be back under center in a couple of weeks. I just mm-hmm. don't think I just don't have that kind of faith in Alex.
0: And that's fine, do you, but do you do you think he'll be back if we're competitive, or if he comes back, it's a it's a wash as
1: far as the season goes? Maybe we can win games, and Alex still look like shit. You know, true. I just don't true. think. Yeah, I, I you know our defense is good enough to do that, and we're not playing elite competition the next few weeks. Yeah, Alex could look like shit. We still, you know, win managed to pull out games, and then we're going to have to roll with. With Dwayne. But I think this is all looking so like they had targets for for Dwayne to come back. Why couldn't we beat the Giants at least one freaking game, if not both games? Like we'd be yeah. sitting at
0: four and four right now, or at it's least weird. three and five. You know, what's,
1: you know what's weird? What's weird about that is, is that those are two games in which we had multiple opportunities to win. There are two
0: games I also think Dwayne could have won. Like that's Maybe. the thing. Like the, like Kyle, like he was playing good. Like Alex looked decent in like reserve last week, but like I don't, I didn't see any performance from either player that was like you know what Dwayne would have totally shit the to bed had he been in the game. Like I, I think that like as a as a whole offensive well, unit,
1: yeah. There was think, nothing
0: special that they brought to the game that was like, "Yep, they're so much better than Dwayne Haskins." And that's that's the well, thing it's that because like each years. quarterback
1: has one thing they do uh-huh. better than the others. You know, Kyle knows the offense and he's he's mobile. Alex is a veteran who can read defenses. Dwayne has the most physical arm talent. Yep, but they all have downsides that it almost brings him back, I guess, it, you know, it, it brings him back to the me. Hmm. Pardon me. I mean, you know, you know, Dwayne is late to read in this offense. He tends to let the receiver get open before he throws. But he has a, such a strong arm that he can almost compensate for that. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe just he was – he knows he can just wing it in there. Because He has by far the best arm on this team. He's also the most physically uh, strong in terms of being able to stand tall in the pocket. Mm -hmm. Alex is getting by on the fact that he's a crafty veteran. That's Alex. But Alex is also a statue back there and has no arm. None. Kyle Allen has a mediocre arm. He has good feet. He knows the offense so he can anticipate better. But He's just not talented and doesn't always make the smartest decisions. Mm-hmm. But he knows the offense. So you can weigh out pros and cons, and you can find them on each guy. Now, I think Dwayne just – I think that Dwayne's talent is – what gives him the biggest upside, but I think at the same time, they're looking at it as, you know – maybe he just wasn't picking up the offense as quickly as they wanted him to, you know, and maybe just they felt that he would pick it up as the season progressed because he is so talented. And for whatever reason he wasn't, whether it's coaching, whether it's just Dwayne decided, Hey, I'm number one. I don't need to sit in this film room or what it is. We don't know, but there was something, but I think that, you know, sometimes you know, maybe he needed to be sat down and, we don't. We know he hasn't been taking snaps at practice. We don't know if he's been meeting with the quarterbacks and just learning, the, relearning the basics of the offense. There hasn't been a lot of chatter about it, which tells me, you know, whatever they're doing seems to keep people, most people satisfied.
0: Yeah, it was weird, though, but the, 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 there was some chatter as far as, like, the team would revolt if, like, Rivera put Haskins in now. And so, like Alex, like starting Alex this week is like the team with revolts. Like,
1: damn, like, what the hell did he do? Like, did, is he like he pissed like, off somebody his, in that locker room with a lot of influence? And I don't mean coaches. He has. To. Some, it's crazy. To like, damn. And the fact I that mean, we maybe don't it's, know where but that's why I'm about it's to it's saying a good the thing? fact
0: that we don't know is, is perhaps a good thing. Maybe we are turning a corner.
1: Yeah. These are the things that we're so used to being so much, uh, such a bigger clusterfuck than this one's been. Yeah, like yeah, we're not play We're we're two and six, but it's much quieter two and six than it would have been under a Jay or a Jim Zorn or even a Mike Shanahan. Like it's just everything's clamped down, and everybody at least seems to be pointing in the right direction as far as players go. They're accepting a rebuild,
0: but want to win now at the same time it's just it's confusing in the same breath And you're like
1: how do
2: you do both it's hard it, it, it is hard the,
1: but you know i you know i and i get it because you know if i think any of the guys who were here last year are just like god i just want to win and i get it i mean hell as fans we want them to win like that's all we
0: want as well but we also want to win i don't want to be a competitive team at seven and nine i'd much rather go three and 13 with the same end result as far as, okay, I see all them play a wild card game or I didn't, but they're not making the Super Bowl and then I have a better draft pick. But in the same breath, at seven and nine, teams may be looking at D.C. and looking at Ron Rivera and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, they had some stumbling along the way. They're kind of going in and out with the quarterback, uncertainty, rookie running back, no true number 1A, 1B wide receivers. Yeah, I want to go to Washington and, and help them compete for a title. They're closer at seven and nine versus three and thirteen, so it's it's a double-edged sword for sure.
1: No, that, but there is something to and, and uh, Cooley said something about this, and I, and I, it makes sense. There is something to if you're playing competitive football in December, it carries over a little bit better. If you're checked out as far as the competitiveness of of the of the games and the meaning of the games by no, mid-November. If you're checked out, it does not bode well for a good off season as a player. There's a yeah. just, you get this mentality of, you know, it's it just you you get a little lax. And I think that part of that part of that's maybe Ron saying, Look, we know we, we're gonna struggle. I want to keep these guys focused because as bad as we can be, this division is bad. So I'm gonna keep these guys focused on preparing each and every week because there's potentially a division to be won. And maybe that's a culture change. Not like we're 0-5 under Jay and everybody's just waiting for him to get fired.
2: Oh, well, the Lions have won four out of the last five going back to 2009. So, we won last year. We won in 2019, though, 19-16. to 16. We won that game.
1: That was the, that was the Dwayne game.
2: That, that was the selfie was game. The selfie game, yep. So... Course, selfie Who knows game. the selfie game <sighs> that, that's, that's the game that uh the coaches kept touting about um uh, that game not the new york giants game not the for some reason it was that game where he just dwayne drove us down for a game-winning field goal but no no talk about any of the other games it was just that game which was kind of i odd.
1: get it because that one that that's think about it I mean, that, that that game was his coming out party because he had had a pretty mediocre game until the fourth quarter. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's like, oh, shit, okay, this kid, he's still struggling, but he, he's got a clutch gene. Okay. All right. Let's see what happens. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the hit. By the way, I'm looking at our history with uh, – with the Lions, it's interesting. Thirty-one and
2: fourteen, we're up.
1: Yeah, we have. It's funny wow. though because it's, really, oh my yeah. God, we used we had a, a streak where I think we had beaten them at home. Something like we we were we had like a thirty-year home win streak against them, and we played them pretty regularly. Yeah. I always remember them being a thorn in my side.
2: We won 18 in a row against them from 97 going all the way back to 38. Damn. No, I'm sorry. Not 38, to- not 38. Um, 60, oh, so wasn't that far 68. Back. 68. Sorry. From 68 to 97. Almost 30 years. We just
1: – Yeah. 18 straight wins yeah. in 30 yeah. years. That's what it was. Yeah. So we, we used to own Detroit. I mean, you know, it's funny because sometimes those games were close. Like I remember the one one uh, Dale Green picked off pass in overtime for and ran it back in for a touchdown. That was in uh, 95, I think. That was, I remember.
2: Was that Wayne Fonts, Wayne Fonts era?
1: Yeah. That was at RFK too. Um, Very. I remember us beating the absolute dog shit out of them in '91. Twice, beat them in week one, forty-five nothing. But they didn't have Barry Sanders, so they, we met him again in the NFC Championship game that year. Now they got Barry Sanders, and we won forty-one to ten. Ten points. <laughs> I, miss and Barry I gotta Sanders. think was that was a comp. We combined eighty-six to ten. Against the the Lions that year in two games, the Lions were twelve and four. They were a good team. That tells you how good that ninety one team
0: was. Are they playing on Thanksgiving this year, the Lions?
1: Yeah, Uh, they have the uh, early game.
0: Early, okay. They're like a. I would love to see Dallas and Washington every year. It's the Lions always seem to play yearly. Yeah, yeah, it's always Dallas.
1: It's always Detroit early, Dallas mid, you know, four o'clock. And then now, in the last several years, they've added that evening game.
2: Yeah, NFC North gets the love on freaking Thanksgiving, man.
1: Yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, they man. do. Who who they Is play? It... Who they play?
2: On Thanksgiving, the uh, Detroit plays Houston.
0: Mm. It'll be a fun game. It won't be uh, worth shit. Too crappy be a good
1: game. It'll be a good game to prepare turkey to. Mm.
0: Can't wait, I'm gonna smoke my turkey this year. Nice, that should be a good Looking one. forward to that, yeah.
1: And then the right raven...
0: smoke
2: tube, uh, probably you should also inject,
0: yeah, yeah. So I got the brine kit, I'm gonna soak that yeah. motherfucker for like 24 hours or something like that, yeah, yeah. There you go, oh, man. Hope I don't mess it up. I'm not the
1: chef, <laughs> I'll have to do turkey this year. Nice. Yeah, old man's, old man's cooking. So me, I'm going down to my parents' house. My sister's coming down from West Virginia with her new husband, all that good stuff. So I don't have to bring food.
0: There you go. Just go eat, man. After it's up. Can't wait. Love love Thanksgiving. That's uh, definitely my favorite holiday. Uh, let's go to shout outs to close this one out, though. It's been a, a fun and interesting pod, delved into A little bit of tech towards the end, but uh, shout out to Christopher McDaniel uh, in the group Redskins addicts. You know, very active uh, commentator, uh, leaving some good posts time to time as well. Uh, Shout out to uh, Andy Burrows of the DC Tweet Team podcast, uh, longtime addicts member as well. He's just been making some incredible moves. Man, I think he's he's talking with like a a UK based Lions uh, team today. And then I believe he's talking to, like, somebody in the NFL network or something that seems like so. Uh,
1: somebody. He's easy, got – that was tonight. He has it's a tonight. conversation with somebody from the NFL tonight. I don't know if, it was, if it's going to be something he's doing for his pod or just a private conversation, but I know he's been amped. It's crazy because we had said that too, man.
0: Like, um, you know, Washington would be crazy if they don't take advantage of something like that hopefully they don't take too much advantage of Andy and, and like move the team to London or some shit like that. Then we'll all hate Andy. Well, <laughs> so Andy, you're listening. Do not make the team move to London. You'd love it. We'd hate it. And I'd hate you. I'm just joking. Uh, shout out to uh, Andre Shorter. You're always active on the, uh, the game day threads. Appreciate your, uh, your input and feedback. It's always good to uh, get up there. So yeah, listeners, uh, if you're in a group on on Facebook, jump in there. We always put up a game day thread. Would love to hear from you and see you. Phil, you got any shout outs other than L E and Dev, which I missed. Ah, you took that those post. two from me because
1: <laughs> Scumbag Rod. Scumbag rod. Um actually T Wood, uh shout out to Damar Daisy. He has posted uh some good informational links showing uh Chase Young and how he's been getting double and triple team constantly. Yep. Uh, which kind of goes with the whole idea that he is drawing that attention, it's freeing up the rest of the defense. Plus Tamar's always got little, he's always posting a lot of good stuff. You know, he's very, very active. Uh, you know, Hurley Woolen. Um, and uh there's a few others here that I'm thinking of. Purcell Smith, he's another one who's been posting a lot lately. Stephen Kelly. Stephen.
0: <sighs> Yo, that was oh man. We'll talk about that a little. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, Steven, you idiot! You his flag on Facebook now. Now Mark Zuckerberg's watching us. Oh my god. Um, shout out to Teddy Ruxpin. Um, <laughs> um, oh, now yeah. they, they said the the old heads that have been around for a while, produ- contributing, they're still contributing. They're Jimmy Lee Patterson, Greg Delaney, all those guys, uh, you know, still doing well. So Shout out to all the the veteran members that always provide the good content for us to banter and discuss. Oh, yeah, Steve, who who are you shouting out this week, brother?
2: Uh of course, I'm still gonna say shout out to uh, shout out to Deb, shout out to Phil, shout out to Phil because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna quote what he, Phil said. You know festering herpes sore on the nutsack of this franchise when we were talking about the the redskins season ticket holders who sold their tickets to giants fans last week so shout out to that and uh you know shout out to ellie big shout out to our new chief people officer andre chambers from the (laughs) oakland Oakland athletics i'm going to continue to give him shout
1: outs till we just know you know what he's doing so shout out to you i I found uh, out what that was i was like okay it's a it's a chro chief human resources officer which is the normal title you see for it chief people officer is an alternate title but it's not commonly used and part of it's because of the fact that it sounds dumb as hell
2: okay fair enough Chief
1: people officer fair enough
2: yeah that's my shout out today keep 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 it simple and shout out to rod for coming back and joining us i appreciate it but
0: good to see you again yeah it's uh it's good to not be working 7 p.m to 7 a.m that's those yeah. hours suck man can't do it can't do it so yeah i'll be back home tomorrow fly home from uh pennsylvania go to hershey fly to charlotte and then fly to kansas city so yeah are you at a uh, Indi-
2: indian town gap i
0: am right. i am very nice beautiful place man i like i like it here man uh unit i just worked with was freaking really impressive man uh obviously i won't i won't identify them specifically but uh, uh just a national national guard or organization um, brigade and a super professional group of of men and women it's uh, i i i gave a lot of respect to the guardsmen of this country you know you have your normal 9 to 5 uh, jobs and then you put on a military uniform and you execute missions for this nation and you do it really well so it was it was it was really inspiring to see um, yeah, it was it was fun. This is this was probably the the most fun warfighter I have uh, been part of. So yeah, it was it was cool to cool. see good good group of men and women.
1: But, awesome, that's good yeah. to hear. Oh
0: well, yeah, so yeah, thanks for uh, getting together, fellas. I'm I'm happy to be back. I will see you guys Sunday morning live on Facebook for the pregame show. So uh, yeah, if you're on Facebook, look up Redskins uh find us. Join the show. Join the discussion. And uh, be safe, y'all. Hail. Peace. Peace.